you lift up your <laughs> lift up your Bible <laughs> and say, This is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I'm a doer of the word. Wave your Bible and say a big amen. Are we together? All right. So, are you ready? Father, thank you for this morning. Bless us in a very unique way. Let us never leave the same as we came. In Jesus' name. And let the saints say amen. amen. So, the past one month, we have been talking about savage wolves. And today is the first Sunday or the first day in the month of August. Wow, what a way to begin a new month. The way you have started this month, you will end it better than how you started it. If your amen is louder, you are the person receiving that blessing. Can I say that again? That the way you started this month, you will end it on a better note than the way you started it. Somebody shout a big hallelujah. All right. Ideally, today we should have moved to another topic, but God has been impressing strongly on my heart to conclude it this way, and especially dealing with something very, very critical in a very, very simple and yet very powerful way. Is that okay? And so I'll be sharing briefly on why people become wolves or mainly I'll be talking about how you can avoid becoming a victim of savage wolves. You see, in this life, eh, anything you are not watchful about, you can easily become a victim. There are people who have become victims of so many things in this life and there are two ways by which you can become a victim you can become a victim consciously consciously you can become a victim sometimes people can see that this is what i'm getting into and yet they get into it and sometimes there are certain habits you have you can see where it is taking you to but you can't help yourself so your eyes are open it is not like you are not aware has it happened to you before no, no, no. Don't, don't behave like that. Look, I said, are you understanding or are you aware of what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you are doing something. You can tell that this thing is leading me into this place. Alright? But somehow, you can't help yourself or sometimes you can help yourself but you are enjoying <laughs> you are enjoying that thing. You are enjoying the lifestyle. It's like you are in a room with somebody you are not married with. Do you understand it? Uh, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Yes. You look like a chief this morning. Yeah. And in the room with the opposite sex, then you are watching something. And as you are watching the thing, you realize that the temperature in the room is changing. Uh, and you know that at this point, you are supposed to run. But you are enjoying the temperature. Yeah then by the time you realize you start touching then you start doing something so you can't say you were not aware 
So you became a victim, but you are very much aware. There's a story. I, I saw, no, it's a video I saw on, 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 uh, is it on Facebook or YouTube. I've forgotten one of these comedy where this guy, <laughs> this guy met this woman and said, no, 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 no. He must let him do one. <laughs> and then the lady said, no, I am not a normal person. Then the guy said, me too, I'm not a normal person. Then the lady said, no, this my thing. If you enter, you'll be in trouble. He said, me, I like troubles. <laughs> you know. And then they went. And then now, after two hours, the guy said he's tired. And the lady said, no, you can't be tired. Ah, you say you, you say you like trouble. So this is trouble. You must finish the trouble. You know. So there are a lot of people, even in the house of God, who have become victims, not because they were not aware they were becoming victims. Because as, as a child of God, anytime you are on a certain path, one of the things the Holy Spirit does is that he prompts you. Sometimes you make a friend and the Holy Spirit will prompt you that this friend is not going to lead you well. Sometimes you are about to engage yourself in something and the Holy Spirit prompts you that this thing is not going to work like this or it's not going to work well. So that is one of the ways by which we become victims. The second way by which we become victims is by becoming victims because of ignorance. You don't know. And in this life, a lot more people, majority of people, have become victims due to ignorance. In fact, the saying is true that what you don't know is what destroys you the most. What you know, you largely have power over it. But what you don't know, you largely don't have power over it. So a lot of people have become victims because of ignorance and that is why the teaching of the word of god is very very important this morning may the word of god bring light into your life i said may the word of god bring light into your life somebody say i receive life so quickly go to acts chapter 20 verse 29 quickly turn your bibles to acts chapter 20 verse 29 i'm going to be very very brief i'm going to go straight to the point Quickly, sir, whoever is there, Acts 20, 29. Alright. So, Paul said, this was Paul speaking to the church. And he said, for I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves, other versions says, grievous wolves, others say, ferocious wolves, Savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. So Paul was saying that I am much aware that when I leave this church, wolves, savage wolves will enter into the church. And when they enter into the church, they will not spare the flock. They will not spare the people of God. Go to verse 30. Verse 30. And then it says in verse 30, also from among yourselves somebody say from among yourselves somebody say among ourselves yeah he says from among yourselves men will rise up speaking perverse things or abominations to draw away the disciples after themselves so paul said two things here number one when i leave two things will happen Wolves will come from outside and enter the church. 
So there are wolves that come from outside into the church. Their target is the flock, the people of God. Number two, there are wolves that would emanate from within. There are some that are among us today. At the time Paul was giving the warning, he says that there are some of you here that when I leave, they will rise and they will begin to speak and teach dangerous, perverse abominations. They will begin to say things that are so ungodly. Go to verse 31. No, go, go back to verse 30. Let me say something. And then it says that when they arise and they are speaking like that, their purpose is that they want to draw a following after them. They want to have people to follow them. Listen, nobody who is going to be destroyed wants to be destroyed alone. Anybody who wants to be destroyed wants company. It started from Lucifer in heaven. The Bible says that he uses tail to draw one third of the angels to follow him. Why? He, he, he knows that he's going to be destroyed, but he doesn't want to go down alone. That is why I keep on telling you, be careful who you are following. Because there are some people who will even give you gifts. They will buy you a dress. They will buy you a shoe. Only to draw disciples after them. Am I talking to somebody here? There are some that will take the truth. The truth. And then they will twist it. Just because they want to draw disciples after them. You will never become a disciple of anybody in destruction. Come on, this morning, say a better amen here. Quickly, verse 31. Verse 31. Now, in verse 31, it says, Therefore, watch. Tell somebody, watch. Other version says, be careful. Tell somebody, be careful. It says, therefore, watch. And remember that for three and a half years, no, sorry, for three years, I did not cease to warn you for three years, Paul says that for three years, I did not stop warning you. It means that for three years, Paul was preaching a consistent message that if you don't take care, the way you have started, you might not end up the same way. Paul was saying to them that if you don't take care, when I leave, some of you will backslide. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 1, Paul says, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It means that you can be a Christian who is under the influence of witchcraft. Because when Paul was talking to the Galatian church, he was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to Christians. Some of them were elders. Some of them were pastors. Some of them were evangelists. Some of them were apostles. Some of them had been in the church for long. But Paul says that foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Listen, you can be in the church for 20 years and yet somebody can bewitch you. This morning, every bewitchment is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, lift up your hand and shout a better amen. He says that for three years, I did not stop to warn you. And I was not just warning you. He says, I was warning you night and day with tears. With tears. You know, one of the things about the prophetic ministry is that sometimes you are seeing something others are not seeing. So sometimes you can even prophesy to somebody who looks so wretched, who looks so poor, who looks so emaciated, who looks so disgusting and looks so irritating. And you can, you can speak to the person that you are going to become this, this, this. To the natural man, it looks so impossible. Are you getting what I'm talking about? To the natural person, how, how, how can you be saying that this person 
who looks like a nobody is going to become somebody in the next few years to come. It is, it is not possible. How can you look at somebody and say that this person can become a president of Ghana? So Paul, through the prophetic eye, was saying to the people that look, it is just a matter of time. Some of you who are doing so well today, tomorrow you may not be doing well because wolves will come from outside and some will come from inside the church. This morning I take authority in the name of Jesus. I come against every wolf, whether from outside or from within. We command them by fire to scatter. Somebody shout your better amen. He says, night and day I was weeping. I was teaching you with tears. I was preaching with tears. I am begging you. I am begging you, church. I am begging you. Be careful. He says, watch therefore. Therefore watch. Be careful. Church, be careful. Keep your faith. Guard your heart with all diligence. He was preaching the same sermon for three years. Haven't you seen some of the people you started with? They are no more. And some of them, they have left the church because somebody caused them to leave the church. Haven't you seen that some of the people who were so promising, everybody thought that this one would become a pastor. Haven't you seen that some of them have left the church? Some of them, probably Sunday morning, you find them in a drinking bar. Why? Because somebody misled them out of the church. You shall not be misled out of your destiny. Come on, somebody. I said you shall not be misled out of your destiny. Somebody say a better amen. And that is the reason why it is so important to talk about wolves. And to teach some of the things we are teaching. Amen. Time will not permit me. In the course of the month, there are things we should have talked about. But we couldn't. Things about something like the spirit of Delilah. Hmm? It's also here. It's a wolf. And the spirit of Delilah, recently, there was this video making rounds on social media of this young lady who has been how many of you saw that video a young lady who said that she can go into a church and sleep with from the pastor to the choristers to the instrumentalist how many of you saw that video oh listen delilah is a spirit did you hear what i said no don't look at me like the way you're looking at me i said delilah <laughs> yeah delilah is a spirit it is a spirit that comes for promising people Delilah, the only time she was mentioned in the Bible was in connection with Samson. Nobody knows where she comes from. We only know her hometown, but we don't know her makeup. All we understand is that she showed up, and she showed up for a prominent man. Just to bring him down, and Delilah succeeded. There are spirits, there are men who enter into churches just to sleep with promising young ladies, and to cut off their future. There are people who have gotten HIV in church. The spirit of Delilah. So sometimes when we preach and we tell you that abstain, you don't want to listen. Watch brother Samson, a promising man. He was made, he was prophesied about before his mother conceived him. He was a Nazarite dedicated unto the Lord. One woman, Samson could take up a whole city, destroy a whole nation. But one woman called Delilah brought him down. Samson could fight a lion with his bare hands kill it. But Samson couldn't tame Delilah. Samson could catch 300 foxes. A fox is a wild dog. Put their tails together and put fire on their tails. What a man. Somebody say, what a man. And yet, he couldn't tame Delilah. 
if you're a woman in this church, may you not become a Delilah to somebody here. Look, if you don't say amen, I suspect you. I said, yeah. And I'm talking to everybody. I'm not just talking to single ladies. In today's world, there are even married women who go around sleeping with people just to bring them down. The devil is a liar. Come on, look. I, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I have my suspicion. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Somebody say amen. You've been fasting and praying from the beginning of the year. We fasted, we prayed, we fasted. And some of you, just at the brink of when you're about to break through, a Delilah. And listen, Delilah is a spirit, it is not a gender. So you can be a man, but a Delilah. You can be a woman, but a Delilah. When you come to church and all you are interested in is just to sleep with the beautiful, succulent, juicy ladies in the church, you are, you are a Delilah. Yeah. Ask somebody, are you a Delilah? Yeah. And tell the person, if you are Delilah, don't worry, just say it. Delilah was beautiful. The person sitting by you, I know his handsome is beautiful, but Delilah was also beautiful. You never know. Tell the person, if you are a Delilah, then you are in trouble. Because Bishop will come after you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that is the spirit of Delilah. And then, you all, we, we couldn't talk about things like the spirit of Ananias and Sapphira. The spirit of Ananias and Sapphira is the spirit that does things to create doubt and create, you know, doubt in the, in the minds of people about leadership. You know Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts, I think Acts chapter 5 or thereabout. You know, when everybody was going to sell their things and give to the church, Ananias and Sapphira also decided to do the same thing. And then they went to sell their land. And then instead of bringing the whole money, they brought part of it. And then they came to tell the Peter and the apostles that, oh, this is all the money. And then, you know, God struck them dead. You know that story? Yeah. Why is that a wolf? Now, that spirit is a spirit. You know, recently somebody was telling me, in fact, a man of God, one of the people who came to preach, was telling me something that happened in his church. That presiding bishop came to his church to preach. Bishop Elvis, actually. Was Bishop, presiding bishop came to Obuasi, went to Obuasi to go and preach for him. Then when he was raising funds, a gentleman got up and said he was giving so-so and so amount. Very, he said he was giving about 10,000 CDs or something like that. And the whole church was excited that, you know, somebody has been touched by God to give such an amount. And then he gave them checks there and then. This is about two years ago. Till today, the check have not cleared. And you know what happens? When you do that, you create problems in the mind of people. Because ah, they see that ah, we are taking money. When we call for offering. So I all, that's why, you know, I've always been telling you, if you are not ready to give, don't come up. Have you only ever heard me say that over and over again? Yeah. Because it is a spirit. It kills, it will kill you. Yeah. Because once you do that, in the minds of people, and there are some people when they come to church, when they say, all thousand cities come for the envelope. Some of the people, some of you, you sit down and then you are counting. One, two, three, four, eight. When I want to ask you, 20,000. Yeah. So when they hear things like the church doesn't have money, they don't understand why. Ah, just last week we took 20,000. So how? 
am I preaching to somebody here? So I keep on telling people, if you are not ready, if you know you won't pay, in fact, anywhere, when I go out to preach, and I before I take envelope to give out, because, listen, like Apostle Adongo said, it, the process is that, it is giving that brings about receiving. Do you understand it? So, we don't do it because we want to collect money from people. No. No. We do it because sometimes you have to force people into their destinies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some of you have problem with money too much. When I preach on holiness, you don't have a problem. When I preach on prayer, you don't have a problem. When I declare three-day fasting, you don't have a problem. When I say we are doing 28 days fasting, you don't have a problem. When I say we are going to evangelism, you don't have a problem. When I say we are fasting, we don't have a problem. When I say giving, then suddenly you have a problem. It is the spirit of poverty that wants to destroy you. It is the demon that wants to destroy you. Today, I cast it out for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. But the spirit of Ananias and Sapphira is a spirit of promising God, but not honoring their vows. They don't honor their vows. And when you do that, there, there are people, I remember one day I was preaching somewhere, and then somebody told me, I was talking on vows, and then somebody told me that he remembers. Years ago, he made a pledge in a certain church. And he says, from that day, and that time he was telling me, it was over five years. He said, from that, he said, he always, he always remembers that he's owing, he's owing. And I told him, I said, go back to that church and go and pay. He said, it's over so many years ago. I said, still go back and pay. Because that thing you did, for all you know, if it is a, it's, a, it's a small church, and you've gone to pledge 5,000 cities, a small church. The whole church board, I'm sure, had a meeting on how to use the 5,000 to improve the church. And then you knew you won't pay, and you've left to come and sit in Accra, and you are praying for God's blessings. Some of you, that is a problem. That is what is hindering your blessings. Some of you have made a pledge years ago when the church was in circle. You have not paid. You still remember it. Listen, the Bible says that God does not take pleasure in fools. And it says that anybody who pledges and does not pay is a fool. That's what the Bible says. Ananias and Sapphira, the Holy Ghost struck them and killed them. Are you, are you still here with me this morning? Or you don't understand what I'm teaching? No, no, no. Okay, no, you can pretend you don't understand. But I, <laughs> do you understand what I'm teaching this morning? It's a very good sermon I'm preaching. Because after 28 days of fasting and prayer, nothing must stop your next level. Look at the way you said your amen. I said nothing will stop your next level. Somebody said my next level is guaranteed. Hallelujah. There is what we call the spirit of Jezebel. Jezebel is a domineering spirit. It dominates people. And Jezebel is not just a human being. Jezebel is a spirit. So you can be a man and still be a Jezebel. They want to dominate people. When you have them in your church, you are in trouble. Thank God for this church. Here, I don't see a Jezebel. Yeah. But I still have to tell you so that you will not become a victim. Somebody say amen. When you have a Jezebel in your department, when they come into the department, what they want is what must happen. When they disagree with you, and, and sometimes when they sit in church, it's very, very strange. They may not say anything, but they are Jezebels. And woe unto you, a man, if you marry a Jezebel. Yeah. You'll be in trouble. You can never... <laughs> you realize that you're a man, but you are the woman in the house. It's a demon 
and I cast it out in the name of Jesus. When a Jezebel is in the church, when you are preaching, and usually these are opinion leaders and powerful people, they sit down quietly, they don't say anything. And then sometimes when you are preaching on something, then they just bow down their head. Then they make their face and they shake their head. Just to let everybody know they disagree. In a meeting, they, they might not say no, but they will give a certain posture and because of their influence, everybody will go and look at them. You know? Listen, in this church, there is no Jezebel, but if, one, if you emanate like this, Jezebel, I will use the sword of the Holy Ghost and I will cut off your head. Yeah. yeah. Or what do you think? Somebody say, Bishop, it's a very good thing. Because there are people whose destinies have been delayed because of some of these things. You will not become a victim in Jesus' name. And so on and so forth. But quickly, let me just mention these things to you. So that you don't become, if you are not going to become a victim, number one, Don't forget too quickly. Give me my towel. Don't forget too quickly. Tell somebody, don't forget too quickly. Some of you, you forget too quickly. You forget. You forget those who helped you. You forget those who saved you. You forget those who labored for you. Some of you, you only remember when you have received it. The following day, you forget that anything has happened. That was a problem of Korah and Abiram. They forgotten how when God needed somebody to use, none of them were available. And they had to take Moses. And they forgotten what Moses went through. One day I was telling somebody, I said, if you knew what passes we go through to do the things we do, you would never criticize us. Some of you, you forget. When you are in pain, sometimes you call a man of God 1 a.m. 12 midnight. Sometimes you forget when you are sleeping and snoring, your man of God is praying for you throughout the night. Sometimes the prayers we pray, and not sometimes, most of the times, hardly will you see any man of God worth the sword wake up at dawn and he's praying and he's just praying for himself. He's praying for you. Sometimes when you go to town and things are well with you, it is not because you are too smart. It is because when you are in the market selling, somebody's niece was on the ground crying out for you, the Lord have mercy for you. And then you forget don't forget too quickly. If you are clapping your hands, please clap it well. I said, don't forget too quickly. Did you hear what I said? I said, don't do what? Yeah. One of the people I've never forgotten in my life, till today, he's in Perez Chapel, Apostle Bismarck. He was my first pastor. He's the first person that gave me a microphone to preach in front of a church. He's the first person who told me that you become a man of God. And I called him daddy. I am a bishop. I am the administrative bishop. By virtue of our hierarchy today, I can say I am his boss. But when he calls me, I still call him daddy. Anytime he calls my phone, I still call him. Because I can't forget. I can't pretend I'm a bishop now, so it doesn't matter. No. No. The other day he called me, he said, I, I should pray for him. About some, I said, oh, daddy, you are, can I? <laughs> he said, no, no, no. He said, look, you've always honored me as a father, but I believe in the grace of God upon your life. So pray for me. But yet, I remember. Tell somebody, remember. Yeah, remember. 
So remember, tell somebody remember. Remember what the church has done for you. Huh? Remember, look, we are not perfect people. I'm not a perfect person here. But at least, for all my flaws, remember what I've done for you. Some of you, you forget too quickly. Yeah. Some of you, you forget, you forget too quickly. Hmm? Yeah. Remember Bishop Ohini. Don't forget him. Hmm? Yeah. Remember the presiding bishop. Don't forget him. Remember Mama Vivi. Remember their sacrifices. You forget too quickly. If you will not be a wolf, sometimes it's like in tree there is a saying that obey your papa now how. Have you heard that before? It means that I could have retaliated. I could have done something. I don't disagree. I could have done this. I could have done that. But because of the good you did me yesterday, I will hold my fire. When you don't remember, you are a very, very dangerous person. People who don't remember are very dangerous people. People. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Remember how it used to be before and remember how it is today. I remember one day I told Acosta, I said, take a picture of all everything. Did you, you still have the pictures? Yeah. 